Welcome to Goodwill Talk. We're so glad you're here today. At Goodwill Talk, you'll get to know your pastors, hear answers to your questions, gain biblical perspective on things going on in the world, and most of all, grow in your love for Jesus and the Bible. Let's listen in to today's conversation. God bless and welcome back to another episode of Goodwill Talk. It is great to be with you today. This is Pastor Marcus Ortega, and I have a surprise for my listening audience. My season 10 co-host is not here. Tracy Johnson has the day off because I am joined by my regular co-host. What's up? Jessica Kilduff is back for the day. She doesn't have the day off. She's just not here. Yeah, well, yeah fair enough. But um, no, I mean, you're... you made it sound like Jessica's here. So we kicked her out. That's not we no, were supposed to no. all be together. And yeah. then circumstances changed. It didn't happen. I don't want people to think that, you know, uh, like, no. we didn't I, I gave her Tracy. the boot. No, that's not that doesn't no. happen for two episodes. We don't I boot missed... her till season 11. Oh, I want her to stay. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, she's made it clear repeatedly. <laughs> she's done. She's finished after this season. In fact, your being here for episode nine might mean she's done already. So. Well, I'm leaving, so she needs to figure this out. Yeah, I need one more episode with her because you are you are leaving. You leave actually. We won't tell people what day we're recording this. But, but I leave in leave a few today. hours. Yeah, I leave in a few hours. Two. I mean, everybody knows now. Yes. I go to Florida for Easter. You do go to Florida for Easter, and we will. Uh, you know, I was a little bit sad. That we weren't going to be able to make fun of you for this because this season you weren't going to be here, but you're here. <laughs> so now you're you can here, make fun and of we can say, it. "Listen, the rest of us just enjoyed a beautiful Holy Week together. We we experienced the power of God in our congregation. Did you know that God and Holy Week are all in Florida as well? You were you were on a beach. I go to church you're on a beach on Holy Week. I know. Whatever. I know I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep just. <laughs> Giving you, I'm going to poke and I poke was thinking, though, that last year, I think the church that we went to for Palm Sunday was, it's not an OPC church, but it's pretty reformed. Okay. And they didn't have palms on Palm Sunday, which I was remembering this year when I was thinking about what church we were going to go to because we'd been church shopping yeah, yeah. last year. And so I was like, I kind of want to go back to that church because I liked it, but that was like, not for Palm Sunday. No, you're going to want to go. I mean, you can go on Easter. I think I'm the, sure they I think have the other. Then. I think the other church that we... Oh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Like, if they don't do the Palms on Palm Sunday, just go for Easter. I'm sure it's yeah. a beautiful Easter Sunday. But the other church, I think they would be the kind of church that would have Palms. Uh, like, see. more similar to Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More no, co- I, similar culture. It's funny. When, uh, when I went in seminary, we had a lot of OPC folks in the school. Mm-hmm. And they would outright say, we do nothing special, period. It is just an ordinary Sunday. Right. But if they because, were preaching in Judges there is 7, no... it would be Judges 8 on Easter Sunday. But, that's just, that's how it goes. for, And that's fine. Like, they're that not is all a way exactly of... like that. But it's it's not that it's because it's an ordinary Sunday. It's that every Sunday is that special. Yes. Every Sunday is to be like how we approach Easter is how we should approach every Lord's Day. And you know what? And they're yeah. not wrong. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. And you know what? This is why this is why it's good to have you back, Jess. You bring an optimism <laughs> to this podcast. Well, because I do think there's something. Just... I'm not like sure I'm there with them. Yeah. But I get it. Like how we more look at the year and you know, we kind of, you know, look to the time leading into Easter and the time leading into Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you know, that they're kind of like building up yeah. to this occasion, they're like, that's every week. That's every week. Every yeah. every normal week is leading up to a Lord's Day, which every single Lord's Day is Amen. amazing. It really, it does capture the privilege of what we get to do every Sunday. 
You yeah. know, there is a I sense think they in have which, like a different, they have a different, definitely a different view or appreciation than I think a lot of us like. They, I agree. They will not miss a Sunday of church. I agree with that completely. I also think um, that by not using a liturgical calendar, what it does for them is it, it does strip away this idea that some Sundays are more special than other Sundays. Right. It's not even just that everyone is special. It's that just because it's Easter doesn't mean it's more special right. than, than the everyday Sundays, right? And so I think, I think that is a, a beautiful way of looking at it. I prefer the liturgical calendar because I think that it teaches. I think the rhythms are really good. Yeah. But, um, I like somewhere like in, between. in the middle. I get it. I get it. In the middle. I don't particularly love maybe some of the like some Sundays like really stand out as very different than all the other Sundays mm -hmm. that maybe is not, I don't know. I don't not like it. Yeah. No, but I, I think saying. like more of like just an even, they're all amazing. Absolutely. I, and I think that, you know, there, there are areas where we can really fall short in this. I remember, um, I don't, I, I wasn't here at Goodwill. I don't think Goodwill canceled worship, but I remember a few years ago, uh, when Christmas landed on a Sunday, and there was just this like rash of Sorry, churches. We can't worship the Lord because right. we, we worshiped him yesterday and I'm we're pretty, busy. I'm pretty sure actually. We're really that, tired of worshiping him. I think it was two or three Christmas Sundays ago that started the Christmas Day worship service um, was in response to all these churches are canceling and we're not going to. Yeah. We're going to worship anyway. And it was down to one service knowing that people are, a lot of people aren't going to come. But there was this sense of like, oh, well. That we don't have to be there on that Lord's Day because we were there the day before, so, right? Well, but worship's kind of an important thing, and ordinary Lord's Day worship matters a lot, right? So it's not just a going to church. So I'm I want to anyway. You, you share no, you really you shared a cool other church story. I want to share a cool other yeah. church story, and I have a feeling we're just gonna like we had a plan for this episode, but I think yeah, we're just we're gonna just start doing this, going back and forth with <laughs> cool stories from other churches. Well, I don't have um, a lot. It might be like it for me, but keep going. Oh, I'm sure you've. I mean, come on, you haven't only been to Goodwill Church. You've had good experiences at other churches. I haven't really been to a lot of other churches in your life. You didn't come to Goodwill till like ten years ago. Yeah, but for ten years before that, well, I've been at Goodwill since two thousand and eight. Or wow. 2009. Four, 13, 14 years. That's been yeah. a long time. All so right. a long fair time. Enough. Fair enough. Because Matt and I started coming like not that long after we started dating. But you got your Florida experiences. I have my Florida experiences. But like for 10 years before I came to Goodwill, I didn't go to church. And right, for my whole right. life before that, I went to the same one church. Right, right. Okay. So I, right. Have, I have very minimal other church experiences. Well, but anyway, tell your story. Here's a cool thing that I saw uh, when I was in Albania back in February. Um, so Albania has five... Um, recognized religions. Okay. And uh, evangelical church is one of them, along with Catholicism, which is not very large. Um, Islam, but two kinds of Islam. Uh, one is, I believe, Sunni, and the other is Bektashi, which only exists in Albania. And then the fifth one is probably the most popular Christian denomination, the Albanian Orthodox Church. Okay. And so is that like we were, Greek Orthodox ish? Yeah. So it's part of that Eastern Orthodox okay. tradition. Um, but the Eastern Orthodox Church is nationalistic. And what I mean by that is um, there is a kind of a, a bishop or a um, there's a head of the church for each country. So the Russian Orthodox Church and the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, we've seen a lot of that in the news, right? They're not the same church. Gotcha. They fit under the same Eastern Orthodox umbrella, 
But this is why the Russian Orthodox Church can say, we don't believe there is such a thing as the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. Gotcha. It's because they... So they're like it's the same model, but different churches. Right. Okay. And, um, and they're self-contained by nation. So the Albanian Orthodox Church um, is uh, obviously very popular in Albania. It's, it's the largest Christian denomination. And um, they are very much in line with evangelicals in a lot of areas, mm -hmm. except their worship. Their liturgy and their worship is very different. They use um, something called icons and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, okay. we went in midweek to one of these churches, and we're just looking around. It's absolutely gorgeous. And there's scaffolding inside, and they're clearly doing some work inside the building. And I don't remember which one of our team asked about it, but the, the, um, the president of the seminary we were visiting, he was our tour guide, he told us that they have the money to finish the church building that they could do it, and they've had the money for a long time. But that part of their tradition is to keep the church unfinished because it teaches the congregation that the church isn't complete until Christ returns. That's so nice. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. It just, the, the, the architecture itself being unfinished communicates to the congregation the church isn't done until Christ gets back. So we need to get on Rob Herb to like just rip some sheetrock out. I, and every time I we look at it, see, we can remember that God is coming. I want to see a hole Jesus in a wall somewhere. I'm going to go and just knock. I'm going to uh, tell Rob Herb now. You better you better warn him first. I'm going to get a sledgehammer <laughs> and one of them windowsills is coming off. It's going to happen. No, don't do a windowsill because it'll leak and then it'll, air leaks and it'll be expensive. What can I? What? what sheetrock inside. Sheetrock inside. Don't touch inside. the insulation. Okay, so a light sledgehammer is what you're saying. Don't go all the way through. I, you know. Yeah, just so we're don't, just looking. Don't make the utilities more expensive. Okay, so only. <laughs> Be practical in your aesthetic, demolition. <laughs> aesthetic damage only is Correct. what you're saying. Yes, please. Thank I you. Thought, right. I thought you were going the direction of saying that at that church, it's all, it's unfinished to communicate, to keep giving or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Keep this giving to the not, building they're fund. They're not a prosperity yeah. gospel, okay, folks. Good. All right, oh, that's man. So that's funny. not. That's, <laughs> because I, I was like, I was listening, but I'm thinking like my brain is going to a humor like angle too much all the time. So I'm like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> no, that would have been an awful, not a really cool thing that I saw, mm -hmm. but an absolutely abysmal thing I would have I seen. Remember, no, I forgot what it? we were talking about. I took it to yeah. the humor side. Whew. No, not not the prosperity gospel <laughs> in the Albanian Orthodox Church. It was, a, it was a cool experience, and I like learning from other traditions. I like learning um, even small ways that they can impact the way that I view what, yeah. what's happening and um so you so there's a couple places in the in the church that need to be spackled i can just really look at them and say God, yeah you know the church isn't done because take like a cheese grater to those and make them worse no they're pretty bad i'm just gonna leave them but I'll, I'll just leave them i'll have a different appreciation when i see them there you go see the they church... won't bother me as much because you know like i worked for a con uh, contractor for yeah, a long time that's right. so like i'm a punchless person i'm uh, walking around especially as a woman in a man's world punch list not punch, punchless yes not punchless right. a punch list so you'd go right. to the construction site. Oh, like yeah. fix, fix that. Yeah. Like I can, I'm sitting right here right now and I'm seeing a punch list item in yeah. this room that I brought to Rob Herb's attention. And he's like, yeah, but you'll, you'll like, it's there, but you'll never see it. But I said, I sit across from it and I will see it forever. <laughs> that punch list item will now lead you to worship. So that's, I just see? need to see. see? Thank you. Just Albanian Orthodox Church. A shift in focus. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Just like the that. OPC did for us earlier with Easter. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, I'm curious. So you've visited a handful of churches while you've been in Florida. Yeah. And you've mentioned to me a couple of cool experiences you've had down there. 
Um, what was, I think you mentioned once you guys worshiped on the beach, right? Yeah. So what was that like? At my, gra- uh, I mean, they, they still do that every Easter. Okay. So the park where my parents and my grandmother have a house trailer, I mean, but anyway, it's on the beach, man. It's on the beach, man. I don't know how much of a house you need, <laughs> but so in the community, there's a lot of retired people. And so there's mm-hmm. retired clergy and stuff. And so they always do, uh, a service. So they're not a church. Oh, okay. They're a okay. group of people, some of them previous, I guess once you're a pastor, you're mm-hmm. always a pastor, who, who do a service on the beach and they put the cross on the, and they cool. do a sunrise service. So they put the cross on the beach that's got the, the sash over it yeah. and they bring out their little speaker and somebody has a keyboard and their little microphone. And so, you know, he gives a little message. I sing, my grandmother asked me if I'd sing. There you <laughs> go. Year. I was like, maybe not. Do it now because I think I'd cry the whole. I told her I was like I think I'm too like emotionally thin. Are you you giving me the season off like you don't know <laughs> how 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 much God like prompted you to do that. I'm so I glad. Really really needed it. I'm glad you took but it. But so I told her I was like I think I would just probably cry through the whole thing. So if you can find somebody else, it might be a better choice. Yeah. I said if you can't find anybody, obviously I'm not just gonna leave like Easter service with no singing. I'll sing a song. But I said you know. I mean, have the, me as like your absolute last choice. And I want to find out Saturday morning that you need me Sunday morning. Right. So, so, I mean, here's, but here's what could happen. Like these people don't know you. No, right? well, I mean, they, don't, they no. don't know who you are. And so they know of me. They're going to, they're going to, wow. This woman is so in touch with the spirit <laughs> that she is just overcome <laughs> by God's goodness and the beauty of the resurrection. Right. You'd be teaching a lot of people the emotional impact of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Fair enough. Yeah. See, perspective. I'm still going to try not to cry in front of a bunch of There's people. There's the. But anyway, so the, but title that's, of the episode is perspective shift. Perspective there you go. We shift. just came up with that right now. <laughs> so they. Uh, oh, so it's that, so it's not a church. Uh, no, it's not a church. It's just a service. It's a service. It's yeah, a but sunrise cool. service. So norm, so especially when the kids were little, because right at the at the park, I, you know, it's like a mm-hmm. four minute walk. Mm-hmm. So I would wake up in the morning and go up to that sunrise service, come back, get everybody dressed, get everybody breakfast. And then we would go to church with everybody. But that right. was like, for me, quiet and nice. I liked to start my Sunday off okay. with that. Um, what is another church I've been to? Oh, there was like a church plant. They meet in an elementary school yeah. cafeteria. Okay. And the only reason we stopped going to this one, I do like it. I think they probably are non-denominational. Okay. But... They were a very nice church and very, very friendly people. And they stopped in the middle of their, they would like sing all their worship music and then they would stop and have like 15 minutes of fellowship. And you would like, I've seen that before. You yeah. would stop, you, you would leave coffee. and they were, but they were all like super friendly. So because okay. you were like, I mean, it's just, it was a smaller church, probably like 70 people. So they knew that you were not normally uh-huh, there uh-huh. so that everybody would come up and say hi and like, try to get you plugged in. We meet at this and there's, oh, you know, we have this women's Bible study and this is for the couples and the kids. I'd I'm like, so I'm not coming until next year, but they were like, not overly there. They weren't like obnoxious. Uh-huh. They were just letting you know. Yeah. And you get your coffee and you get your little cookie and then you go back and sit for the sermon. So that was like unique. But we stopped going there because on Easter, like all the Sundays that we've ever been there were mm-hmm. great. But on Easter, they stopped their service. Like it's kind of an abbreviated sermon. Okay. And everybody goes home, gets their potluck stuff and meets back at one of the congregants' houses. Oh, okay. And they do a baptism service. So they do gotcha. like a big potluck and baptism at the person's pool. Oh, someone's got a pool. Okay. So it's kind of like, all right, pause. Yeah. Everybody, like, we're going to reconvene the service at this. And, like, we're not going to go to... I mean, you're invited. You're not going to go to some rando's house? No, they're like, you don't even have to bring anything. You just follow me. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I got to have 
lunch, Easter actually, lunch at my grandmother's house. But it was just for us, like on Easter Sunday, I don't want an abbreviated yeah. service. And since I'm not going to the second part of it, we just found a so, different church to go to. So when we were living in Tucson, my wife and I were going to a non-denominational church plant. Um, they were meeting actually in the sanctuary of a Nazarene church on Saturday nights. Um, and, uh, but they were, they weren't a Nazarene denomination. They were just a non-denominational mm -hmm. church doing their thing. And like week two, they did that. They invited everybody over. It's in Tucson. So most people with homes have pools cause they just, that's expected out there. Mm -hmm. And, um, somebody opened up their house. We all showed up and they did baptisms there. It was like week two and we went. And it was so awkward. You guys, like, you guys are so much more friendly than me. No, my wife is so much more friendly than us. And my husband. And, and I just, yeah. Like, those two, we, you know what? We send them next time. Yeah. Like, you know what? Have a good time, guys. Chat it up. Let us know how it went. Yeah. There are wing people. Yeah, I like that. Wing people. Good job, Matt. You're a good wingman. He is. Um, yeah, it, it was it was really, I, I don't. I don't like the greeting and the, all of that. That's one of the, I feel for people here at Goodwill, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I feel for people here at Goodwill when we say, Hey, welcome one another to, to Goodwill church. I'm just like, man, I'm glad I ain't down there. Glad I'm up here. No, but that's different because it's, it really is just like a, a smile. It's not like somebody's yeah. like coming in. There's churches that like pass the microphone. Oh, didn't they say Bro. they used to do that here? I, yes, they did. That was so. I like, hi, my, my name is Jessica. I'm uh, this I is my second time story. here. All right. All right. So uh, we moved to uh, on the main line in Pennsylvania. The main line is uh, we accidentally moved to the main line. So people who know Philadelphia, I don't know what that know is. Know that the main line is kind of the ritzy, rich area of the suburbs. It's the it was the main drag out of Philadelphia for years and years and years before the interstate system. Okay. And so they call it the main line. And people who wanted to build their own massive McMansions along the main line did. We moved from Arizona to Philadelphia. No idea what these things were. We found an apartment that was nearby the train station so I could get to my seminary. My wife, who was going to school at the time, she was able to go to her school. We didn't know we were moving into like one of the richest suburbs. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> but, but we went church shopping. We got there. We're like, let's go. So we visited the nearby Baptist church. And uh, this was not a uh, conservative Baptist church. This was a much more liberal one. We didn't know that walking in. And um, there were many reasons why we didn't go back. But even if it had been the perfect church, this would have kept me out for good. We show up. We sit down in the pew. I like pews. Don't mind pews. I, I, we're good. I have a pew at my house. Love it. Yeah. It's yeah, purple. yeah. It's a great pew. Um, love pews. I'm sitting there and the person next to us is really friendly and just, how are you guys? You know, are you new to the area? Everything. I'm like, this is great. They're a really friendly church. Uh -huh. And then halfway through the service, the microphone gets passed, not to us, but to the person who was chatting us up. Because the way they did it was if you're sitting next to somebody new, you have to get to know them and then tell the congregation about them. It was the most, yeah, exactly. The most uncomfortable I've ever been. Cause I'm like, wait, you didn't, you didn't want to get to know me. There was a test. You were getting, this is a pop So they quiz. just stood up and they're like, hi, this is Marcos and Aaron. Yep. They just moved here from Arizona. Yep. Marcos is going to seminary. The whole thing. Wow. It's like speed dating during church. It was straight up awful. That's awful yeah that's uh 
That's the next That's level a uncomfortable. That's a method. Yep. I'm glad that we don't do that. Me and you know what? Too. I'm sure that there are people who have really felt very welcomed because I'm, of that, but I'm, not those people. Lots of people felt welcome there, but not me. Um, yeah. So it was a it was a rough. That was a rough Sunday. But no, we're talking about good experiences we've had. Um, let me see. What's another good one that I've? Oh, you had one. I don't. I don't. No, I think I'm out of them. Well, well, how are you? I out was of, at a church once. Oh, <laughs> share with us. Just went for a quick share with us. Just went for a quick uh, visit, and it was like. Yeah. Um, uh, the pastor came up and he was ready to preach and he did the classic line of, you know, this morning when I was asking God, like, what, what am I going to be oh, speaking no. about today? And I was like, we got to go. We got to go. Get out of here. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, we hadn't been talking to the Holy Spirit for six days. Um, wow. So, yeah, that's a, that's a rough yeah. one. I've had that happen a handful of times in some churches where people have said, you know, I had a plan, well, you're right, you're uh, right. but the Holy it Spirit spoke to me this morning and I, I had to write a whole new sermon. I'm like, in the last half hour? Like... That's okay. not a thing. This better be good. Um, so have you ever, so maybe you haven't experienced it yourself. You haven't gone to this particular church, but is there something in another tradition that is not EPC in another tradition? You're like, I really value that they do that. Is there anything that, that I jumps really to mind? Value that they so do as that. you're thinking about that here, I'm going to say one okay. for me. Yeah. Maybe it'll help. This come, it does come from, uh, so People are learning this about me. I'm very much more attracted to high church, um, very, very liturgical yeah. hymns, psalms. That, that's that's kind of, it's not necessarily how I grew up, but it's the thing I'm the most attracted to in worship style. Mm-hmm. I love incense. Oh my goodness, I love incense. <laughs> and we don't, I listen, this is not me saying that when you come to Goodwill Church this coming weekend, you're going to get hit with a censer. That's not what I'm saying. But I love the smell of yeah. incense in the liturgical church. When you walk in and your all of your senses, including your sense of smell, tells you, I'm in church now. I just love incense, man. I guess for me, I like lived at the Renaissance Fair for quite a long time. And so for me, it's a little bit of a different experience not with incense. Scent. It does not no. bring... No. I mean, they would just burn regular incense too. Do but they really? It's, yeah. At a Renaissance? Just... I've never been to a Renaissance Fair. Really? No, never been. I had never been before I worked there. No, that's not true. I went to but... one. I forgot. I went to one just outside Philadelphia and it was really boring. Okay. Yeah. That's all I remember about um, it. It was really boring. Might be fair enough. But anyway. We went, to, we went to support somebody who had like a stall where they were selling um, leather work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were there just to hang out and say, hey, love your work, da, da, da. And then we just kept walking around like, this is kind of, it's not really our thing. Yeah. It's not our thing. It's, I'm not sure it's my thing. Oh, okay. But I lived there for a long time. All right. And anyway, just the hippies. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, anyway, so when I smell incense, right. so when I smell incense, it does not bring me to church. It brings me to the woods and the Renaissance right. Fair. <laughs> okay. So yes, that's what I'm but saying. It's got to be done right. I don't. I don't know. How, I mean, my my brother-in-law burns incense in a small apartment, and I can't. I'm like, bye. I can't even be in. Oh, there. it's like overwhelming. It's just too much. But I guess like yeah. when you're in the big okay. church with like the really yeah, high I mean, ceilings and stuff, right. it's, yeah. yeah, it's different. Well, and in in a lot of those churches. So if you go to a Catholic church, for example. Um, there's a guy who's swinging the, yeah. the sensor back and forth, right? So I've watched some of these services oh, no. and I'm just... Did Fail Duke videos? A, no, it's just... <laughs> he's just no, I haven't seen anybody get hit by one, but I have seen seen someone just kind of disappear into the cloud. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm like, oh man, I, that's got to be rough. Yeah, I don't know. Incense, <laughs> I don't think incense in church is my thing. No? No. All right. What, but what is there for you that is like, oh, they do that and I, I like that a lot? 
I don't, I don't know. I don't think I know about enough about other, uh, denominations and other like expressions. I don't think I know enough. You don't know enough? No. Come on, Jess. I grew up in a Presbyterian church and I I go to a Presbyterian church and I've always been Presbyterian. And I love that. I didn't have that. And so I've, I've had all these other experiences in other churches. Yeah. And like you lived in other places. I live, I live like seven minutes away from where I grew up. And for me, that's so far. Like I hate living that far away from Bullville. From Bullville? Yeah. Cause Walden is that far away from Bullville. It's like heartbreaking. I thought Bullville was, aren't they all part of like the greater Montgomery town of Montgomery? No, no. Bullville's in the town of Crawford. Oh, so, Sorry. Like closer to Pine. I mean, like in the same Pine Bush as Town of Crawford. Yeah. But no, Bullville's amazing and the best. And I don't ever need to. So, like, you've traveled all over the place. Like I have. Both haven't. intersections of it are, are fantastic. <laughs> both. There's only one. <laughs> oh, okay. What Sorry. about the gas station? I was being a little. little <laughs> I grew up in a town like that. All right. So I, I'm not throwing shade. We did not have. We had, um, I think, one, one. We didn't have a single four way stop, actually. Not a single four way stop. We have a light. You have a light? I know. Oh, man, I didn't have I a light. But anyway, I, I I don't have a lot of experience going to any kind of other kind of churches or traveling. I want to get back to the town, the town thing, though, because I have to say this. Um, <laughs> You're just going to make fun of both. No, no, it's, I'm making fun of my town. I how? learned how to drive in a 1991 Ford Ranger stick shift. All right. Here's the thing. When you're learning how to drive stick shift, the worst thing you want, the, like the thing you want to avoid at all costs is stopping. Because you have to oh, restart wait, without stalling out. Stop. You learned how to drive a stick in Arizona where it's flat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Try I don't stopping know what, on a hill I don't know when you're learning. No, that's, that's why you've got a, that's why you got an emergency brake. <laughs> Every time I stop, I'd have the emergency brake on if I was out here. Yeah, but you got to, no, but you got to like, you're stopped uphill. So when I first was learning how to drive a stick and you knew like the places where you were driving that like you'd have an uphill approach to a stop sign. Okay. And you're like, I can't go that way because I'm not ever going to be able to, I'm going to, I'm going to, or like you would make sure that your uphill approaches were on not a busy road. So that if you did stall a couple times that you would be okay instead of be like, that's a busy road. I can't do it. It's too much pressure. That exact same thing, except without a topographical Uh problem. It's just me being a bad driver. (laughs) I would literally, I was able to get Get anywhere I wanted to be without ever having to stop and start again because you could avoid all stop signs and still get everywhere you needed to be in my little town because there was just like it was it was fantastically small. Yeah, Bullville's not that small. No, it's no, just no, in no. the we middle of beat. nowhere. We got you beat on the size. Yeah. In, in the grand scheme of like where yeah. we live, it's kind of nothing. So um Another thing that I like about churches that aren't Goodwill, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think. I want to. I want to come up with a really good one. I've talked about incense. I talked about the construction piece uh, in in the Orthodox Church. Um, oh, I can talk about uh, senses. It's and it's not anything to do with a particular denomination. But I don't even remember where I was when the person said. I don't. E- I don't even know where it was. Probably at some sort of conference. But they said that they took their shoes off during the benediction so that you could like really like ground your feet. And it's now to me sounds kind of stupid, but there are times when you just like, 
need to feel planted is the best, I guess, word that I can use. That church yeah. probably needs the incense. That's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like <laughs> no, incense it wasn't, is really important. No, no, in no, no. Church. It wasn't a church. It wasn't like a church thing. It wasn't like a church wide, like, now everyone, please take oh, your shoes. It was just this, it was dude. Just this person. Oh, okay. That, like, that there were, you know, just different times. It's not like at every benediction they took their yeah. shoes off and put their, you know, yeah. feet on the floor, but they're like, sometimes, like, you just need to, I guess, like, identify the moment or, like, you know, ground yourself in the moment. So for, and so they would just take their shoes off and like, just stand barefoot during the benediction. And so I did that at my wedding and Matt was like, why are you taking your shoes off? You're <laughs> I was like, I just need to moment. be, I need to be here for this moment. We got married. But I was like, I really liked barefoot. that. Like we did the whole ceremony barefoot and Aaron and I did. We did not. Yeah. No, no. I mean, so there's a thing. But where... I was old when I got married. I was not a young old. person. Like, well, I was, you were like, I don't know how we old were you 22 are. and 20, but like, yeah, you weren't old. I was 30. I was 29 th- and almost I, in one month. All right. I was every 30. single person listening to this show over the age of 30 just threw something at their phones when I'm you not, said stop. I was old when I got married. At I'm not 29. saying I'm old. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I was older than you when you I got married. You were older than us. So yeah, like when but... you're getting married at 29 and 30, like uh-huh. you've, you've like lived an adult life. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you've, you've fair. been an adult for a long time and yeah. then you got married. Yeah. And so it has a little bit of a different, it's just different. I just don't know how that, what that has to do with getting married barefoot. I don't know. I was too old to get married barefoot. My mom would have yelled at me. You, you just said you did part of the ceremony barefoot. You just did that. No, I didn't. I said during the benediction. Oh, just during the like benediction. At, just at the all end, right. I just kicked my shoes off and put my feet down. All right. And just all right. made sure I didn't miss the moment. Okay. That's all. And then he was like, uh, so like, you got to put your shoes back on before you walk down the aisle. Yeah, now that it, yeah we, so, we had to be very, I mean, there's a lot of stickers out there in Arizona. So we had to make sure oh, that that was nice. And uh, stickers are like little things in the grass oh no they're yes i don't know what this is okay i right. think it's you're like there's lots of stickers i'm like the, instead of bubbles you had people give you <laughs> stickers and what's happening here <laughs> no we did have bubbles except for one person actually did they pack their own rice no they had the bubble container and for whatever reason instead of blowing the bubbles they threw the bubble container <laughs> at us thinking that that's what they were <laughs> <laughs> just the uh yeah, Erin uh, shows I, up to the reception with a welt in her I face because she got was, hit by a bubble container. It was on our way to the car to go because we were about to. We were heading to Hawaii the next day, so we were out, oh. and somebody chucked a thing of bubbles at us. It was really. It's a memory. Yeah, you know, that's one of those. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, this, a sticker is um, just another way that the desert creates misery in the lives of the people who live there. Um, <laughs> they are a. Uh, if if you look up. In Google, I'm going to look this up and just see what happens. Desert stickers. Um, <laughs> there's another word for I'm, them, but I'm I don't telling wanna... you, you're gonna you're gonna get um, a, you're gonna get a thing of like I am. I'm getting a lot cac- of stickers. Cactus that's stickers. Not, I don't want. <laughs> that's not what I want. Um, so a sticker is something that it grows on a plant and it falls off and it dries and it hardens and it's got. Oh, so this it's kind like... of like the thing at the um. What's the beach in Newburgh? Yes, it's kind of like that. I don't know what those are called. The the at, at um uh, Plum Point. Yeah, yeah, those those yeah. If you go to Plum Point in Newburgh or New Windsor, I'm not sure exactly where it is, but it's that those black things with the long spike on them. Yeah, they look like yeah. little like spiky mines. So small gray versions of those that have a massive spike on them, and the amount of times I've gotten one of those in my foot, it is the it is just agony. Is imagine. 
imagine stepping on a nail, except this is a nail that God made and put in the desert as a way of saying, don't live here. And we ignored him. <laughs> and we just, we live there anyway. You make it sound so appealing to and, live in the desert. <laughs> it's really not appealing at all. Now, if you, if you survive the stickers, you're going to get stung by a scorpion or a centipede or a, bitten oh, by a baby gosh. rattlesnake or attacked by a javelina. I had a javelina. No, I just want to live here with my... Once. I just want to live here with the stink bugs. That's fine. Yeah. And by the way, the stink bugs, y'all call stink bugs up here. Those are so tame. We have these stink bugs in the desert, man, that are like the size of a small bus. They're (laughs) so big and they're black and they are gross. That's terrifying. Yeah. So I, because somebody mentioned a stink bug to me here. I'm like, what do you, what is that? That's not a stink bug. And I showed him a picture of a a stink bug from Arizona. But have you always had stink bugs? They about cried. So like stink bugs here were not always a thing. Like when I was growing up, there was no stink bugs. Stink bugs are like relatively new to our area. Are they? Yeah. Oh, they, they were always around. They're, I believe, from Asia. Here. They're an import. Now we can't there get rid go. of them. There's our stink bug. That's not that, what I want to find. That's not what you want to find. I feel like that? that's... Huh? Have you ever huh? seen the, the... Huh? You want that? You want to wake up with that under your sheets? <laughs> have you ever seen the, the movie Animals Are Beautiful People? <laughs> No, I haven't. I think it's done great. by the same people who did the the Gods Must Be Crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's but such it's, a good movie. It's hilarious. They, so I highly recommend it. Okay. And it's just. Are we gonna get an email from this movie recommendation, Jess? You've been back one time, and we're gonna get an email from a I movie recommendation. I don't think so. What's it called again? Uh, animals are beautiful people. Animals are. I can tell you one hundred percent we're not because my mom let us watch it. We had the VHS, and I mean, we I've probably uh. seen that movie like a hundred and. 50 times. Okay. Okay. I, I love it so it is much. It's rated G. But it's all just about like animals and, and, you know, like the warthog is making the house for his new bride oh, okay, and the birds okay. are making their nests. But they do a little one with a bug that looks just like that. And he like runs all through the desert and is like tapping. Yeah. It's like some tapping beetle that taps his butt on the ground. That's a stink to, bug. Um, but he looks like that. So when I came here and people said, look out for the stink bugs. I didn't know what they were talking about because I didn't see any anywhere. Oh, and I see these little like that. gray things, and I'm like, that? But they do stink. I mean, not compared to they a stink They just smell bug. like stale, I guess. That's it. Oh, man. You land on one of those things in uh, Arizona, and the pungent aroma that comes out oh. is just awful. Okay. So, so I'm never going to Arizona. No, you can go. Just maybe uh, no. don't live there. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go barefoot. Don't. Well, yeah. Barefoot was like we had to make sure that we were good. Like there was it was... We I feel like shoes would have been were. a better choice. No, where we were, we were good. We, we we were in a vineyard. It was beautiful. It's January third. It's like seventy five degrees. <laughs> it's like such not a New York thing. Beautiful. In a vineyard, barefoot in January. Yep. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yep. with your feet frozen to the ground. The <laughs> it was great. Anyway, um, mm, moving on. I've got, was, a, I've got a church thing. Yes, you oh, want yeah. to bring, bring us back. Us back. This <laughs> this, you'll be able to close off the the back the the back of this one. Oh, good, um, good, because you're good like that. So. <laughs> There's a, there was a church that, uh, I, I think they're still going. Um, I, I believe it was, you know, and it shows you too, that there's good things that still happen in churches that fail that, that, yeah, you know, yeah. I believe it was Mars Hill. I believe it was Mark Driscoll's church. Okay. And you'd be able to probably finish this, but I want to say that he said in each sermon, he'd make it a point to explain the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in every, it didn't matter where it was. Yeah. Was that him? Uh, that's that's him and a lot of guys in that okay. kind of vein. That's pretty of, reformed. Yeah. And, and Mars Hill, um, 
Which, yeah, as you said, like it, good things coming out of a really broken place, right? Mars Hill was a disaster, but there were some good things that happened there and they did make an emphasis on explaining um, the death and resurrection of Christ every week. A lot of Reformed Baptists in, in that vein, they do that. In our, um, in our Presbyterian circles, we do a version of that. It always has to get back to Christ in some right, way. Right, right. Um, even if it's not specifically the death and resurrection, Christian preaching is about Jesus. Um, and so that's where we're always pointing. And, and yeah, because of who Goodwill is, we do regularly end up at here's, here's the death and resurrection of Jesus. But you're right. I mean, that there is something particularly for a church who knows you're going to have a lot of people coming in who don't know Jesus. You don't want to miss the opportunity to be able to share Jesus. And so, um, yeah, Mark did a good job of getting there. And, and I think there's quite a few people who, who do that in the reformed tradition. So yeah, that's really good. And you know, I, here's, here's why I'm glad this episode went in that, in this direction. Um, Goodwill Church is a church, not the church. Yeah. And we really want to lean into um, cooperation and love with other churches in our areas, uh, whether it's New Paltz, Beacon, Port Jervis, or in the mo- larger town of Montgomery, right? The village, Walden, all the areas are in Montgomery because we don't have the luxury of saying, ah, we'll just do it on our own. We just don't. Mm-hmm. Christians need one another. Local churches need one another. And we can learn from one another as well. We want to take a posture of humility. Um, we're going to have some significant sometimes theological differences with brothers and sisters in different churches. But if we take a posture of humility, it's not asking, oh, well, what are the many ways I disagree? It's asking, what can they teach me mm-hmm. about what it looks like to be a faithful manifestation of the body of Christ? And uh, I really think we need to learn from one another. I really do. And if if we can lean our hearts in that direction, then when there's opportunities to serve alongside other churches, I think we'll really dive in. I said that and you yawned right into the microphone. Because <laughs> oh, you're talking man. about work and I'm like... Oh, that was just... I've what, been working... It's because you're like three hours from vacation. I've been, uh, I've been working like 12 and 13 hour days for two weeks straight. I just gave like straight. a rousing call to kingdom to cooperation. Work. <laughs> to work. And you yawned. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I need to be better at this, apparently. Uh, Jess... Uh, it's, it's been to nice you. to be back. Thanks for hanging out. I'll come back again. Yeah, in like two episodes, because the next season starts in like two episodes. This yeah. is season. This is episode nine. You see how we get you, one more. Hear how tired I sound? I'm gonna be like perky. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be rested after we're gonna vacation. Get post Jessica. vacation, Jess. Post all taxes will be done. Yeah, everybody's taxes will be done. How many weeks in a row do you think we'll get perky, Jess? Is that like a two weeks in a row? Uh, like- I might be pushing it. <laughs> Probably just one if you get me within like four or five days of coming back from vacation. We got to aim for four or five days after vacation. Jess, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. Thank all of you for listening. Um, Let us know what your cool non-Goodwill Church experiences are. You can email us at talk at goodwillchurch.org and tell us your stories. Uh, And we'll be back again next week. I'll have Tracy with me. We'll finish up season 10 because this has been season 10, episode nine of Goodwill Talk. See you then. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star rating, write a review, and be sure to tell your friends to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Check out our episode notes for links to our church website and any resources shared on this episode. 
Editing and sound design by Jeff DiMatti. Marcos Ortega wrote this episode. Our executive producers are Mike Antonucci, Jeff DiMatti, and Tracy Johnson. Your co-hosts are Pastor Marcos Ortega and Jessica Kilduff. A special thanks to Goodwill Church for supporting this show so we may provide it to you, our listeners, for free. Let's talk again next week.